right, we're back for Food on Franklin episode eight. Could be eight. Maybe nine, episode eight or nine. We're here with a special guest. I'll let you introduce him, Hamilton. Let's talk about who's in the studio right now. Right, Taylor Berman, me, and our special guest. This is actually our first celebrity guest on Food on Franklin. Our first in-house. Well, yeah, first real celebrity guest, I would yeah. say. Our first, we've had a guest once before. We've had a lot of discussions about it, but this is our first in-house guest. Right. Uh, Albert J. Delario, former... Uh, our former boss. He was our boss. Right. Yeah, that's a that's the basic way to put it. Why don't you introduce yourself, AJ? Yeah, I'm AJ Delario. Um, I was a I was a former editor at Gawker Media for several years. First at uh, Deadspin, the the sports site, um, then at uh, Gawker.com for uh, 2012, and uh, then I left, and then I came back a little bit, worked a little bit at the Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started my own company called Radder. Mm-hmm. Radder.com. Um, I wrote four months. You did. I interviewed That's ISIS true. people on Twitter. It's true. Um, then I got involved in uh, a little bit of a lawsuit, mm-hmm. um, which uh, it was a great experience for everyone. Um, I'm still getting over it. And uh, here I am. So now, yeah. I'm, now I'm with Food on Franklin. That's right. Two common threads that run between all of us, I think, is media and food. Mm-hmm. And we've all lived on Franklin Avenue, which we learned today. Yeah. Different Franklin Avenues. Yeah, I lived. Uh, I live, you know, currently off of Franklin Avenue in Los Angeles, right. California. Right. Is yeah. it similar to this Franklin Avenue? We just walked. No, it is it. not. Yeah. It's is not it at all. Busier. Like it's, it's no. It's a little more spread out. Okay. And um, you know, it's. Less trafficked, right? Yeah. Except uh, there's there's one part where like the UCB area yeah. is, and it's a, it's a little bit of foot traffic. But right. Is there so also much. is there food on it? There well? is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I've eaten a lot of places mm-hmm. off of Franklin yeah. Avenue in Los Angeles, but um, this is a podcast with national. Uh, listenership yeah. international. You may find when you return home that people there have heard this podcast by the time you get here. I, I will be very surprised if people who live off of Franklin Avenue in Los Angeles have not found this. Yeah. If you Google food on Franklin, you it's start one Googling of the top it. It's Google. Yeah. Sure, Is it sure really? Does. I haven't actually Googled, but I, I have. It's not really. it's not always a top one. I'm not sure if my results are, right. results are skewered from checking competitors and stuff, but it's definitely on the front page. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the Google traffic is... Who knows how big SEO is big. It's I big. would, yeah. I mean, if you called it food on Franklin, LA, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we could branch out. We're open to branching out to different things, but I mean, it'd mean, be good because I mean, you get a lot of people who live off of Franklin Avenue too. Like our marketing strategy is attraction. Better, black bigger celebrities than I am. That's yeah. true. Who are some of the celebrities nearby that we think yeah. would, we could potentially reach? Um, let's see. I I mean I've been told well. I think there are a lot of comedians that live. Have you seen a celebrity on Franklin Avenue in LA? Let's see. Uh, yeah, but I never know their names. Um, but a lot of recognizable right. people. Like I've seen a lot of people who I know have been on shows. Right. So what we can shows do is that I've watched people who listen to this podcast and they're on Twitter or whatever, and they say I live off Franklin Avenue in LA. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm. contact us on Twitter. Be a hashtag. And they say, yeah, hashtag food on Franklin. LA. You can tweet at yeah. Taylor. Tweet at me. At say, C.C. Berman. I live on Franklin Avenue in L.A. Yeah. and I want to have lunch with AJ. You don't have to be a celebrity either. Right. Anyone I mean, can I'm have a lunch big fan AJ. of the Oaks and I know that there's a lot of celebrities that kind mm-hmm. of hang out there. Mm-hmm. And they have a 
the best banh mi sandwich I've ever had in my entire Interesting. life. Interesting. Yeah. Banh mi place not too far from here, but different, different topic, different time. Nice. Today we're going to talk about. Yeah. First, we're going to go with tacos, which you're having some right now from. That's right. The Franklin Corridor. It's, we in our first show we we discussed this place, Guero's. Guero's. In my opinion, Guero's is the best food on Franklin because they have very good tacos, and uh, it's not fancy food. One factor is that we bought we bought your tacos and then we sort of let them sit for like a 45 minutes or so. So they might not be hot right now. No, but I like them better this way for some reason. Soggy so, tacos. The first couple bites of my Guero's tacos, I was just like, this is just taco. Mm-hmm. But after they cooled off a little bit and I drowned them in this um, mediocre hot sauce that you gave me. Cholula. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Are they LA level tacos? Because you know everybody. I'm, I've never really stuff. kind of paid attention to any of the taco hype in LA at this point. That's good. Yeah. You're not going to LA yet. You're we, not going to Hollywood. No, no. This is this is a, a first for Food and Franklin. Where someone's actually consuming food from Franklin on the air. Yeah. What What are you eating right now? What, what kind of taco is that? Is I that believe it's a fish taco. Fish taco. And it's got yeah. some cilantro on it mm-hmm. and a couple of tomatoes. Some sauce. Yeah, and a lot of the Cholula sauce that mm-hmm. you gave me, which I'm pretty disappointed in more than anything else. Although, <laughs> I know if there was a better hot sauce on this fish taco, I would probably give this about an 8 out of 10. Wow. Pretty I know good. I'm throwing in a numbers like yeah. thing here. I, mean, I don't know if you guys have an official rating system. No. We don't have an official rating system, but you know, we, we, we have mm-hmm. several different ways of rating restaurants that we've explored throughout the course of our podcasts. And good or bad or, you know. I gotta say, so right now it's just things are good or bad. Well, it's, yeah, well, you know, we're, we're more good, descriptive, delicious. you know. Yeah. We, since we're we're writers, give me we an use exa- our literary skills. I know. Give me an example of just like a place you've really enjoyed and how you guys have described it in a. I'll give you an example. Literary yeah. way, and I think <laughs> listeners will enjoy this too because it's like almost reliving some of our greatest yeah, hits, like cool. Mayfield, which is a, a really good restaurant on Franklin that we talk about also on our first episode. I think. Right. What I like to get when I go to Mayfield, if you go for a brunch or breakfast, you get an omelet, like a cheese omelet, and it's really fluffy. And then you get uh, English muffin with it. And then you cut the omelet in half and you put butter on the English muffin. You you make uh, egg and cheese, basically. But it's like very luxurious egg and cheese. A fancy McMuffin. It's a very whipped. It's like they put cream into the eggs or something like that, you know? So that's just an example of, of sort of a hack, you know, an expert food hack yeah. on Franklin that you might yeah. use or you might know from listening to this podcast, right. you know. I mean, it's like listening to George Saunders describe his <laughs> omelet eating. I mean, it's, this is an amazing podcast. There's I mean, a lot. There's I can tell lot. you guys are writers. Yeah, you can. I mean, the part about the English muffin. Oof. And this is, I believe, the third time that Hamilton's offered this tip. On the and air. I was going to mention that I've actually listened to this thing twice, and I've heard the omelet story already. Which well, is like, it's, it's, a good, it's a good tip. And as far as I know, no one else. I've tried your tip. I think you were the yeah. first one. I, I, I second it. I don't like it as much as you do, but it is really good. And as far, but as far as I know, no one's written in to say I've also tried it. So yeah. I think it's worth repeating to me. I think an cool. interesting thing that probably a lot of listeners don't know is that I don't, in my opinion, you don't like food that much. You're That's not a big eater. I've heard this before. <laughs> I, I I have very particular taste in food, so I like things in certain ways. So I don't like, friends, I don't like cilantro. I would right. never order a fish taco voluntarily right. somewhere. This is, this is what I'm saying. Um, it, but yeah. I eat, you know, I, the foods I do like, which I say, I'd say is a, a, you know, most foods I like, most land foods, most most critters and mm. uh, 
wow. plants grown on, on Earth, not from the sea. I had a good, I like. good segue idea. Oh, sorry, on carry that. on. No, I was just going to say, speaking of uh, land and sea, we were going to talk about a, a place on Franklin called the Krabby Shack. One oh, of the sure. few places on Franklin that we actually have not talked about on this podcast, That's if I'm true. not mistaken. It's the closest... To my apartment, of any place on Franklin, it's not Broccoli Farm, which is the corner. AJ, so we walked past it earlier. It's a fancy the Krabby Shack. Well, yeah. The, yeah. Um, the Krabby Shack, I've never been inside it even before, but you have. I've eaten Fra- there once, and I'm not a big crab fan. One crab tastes a little fishy, one, and then also it's expensive. So you had multiple crabs there, and one tasted fishy? No, I, I, this, those were the two, my, the oh. two drawbacks of crab ah. to me. But you're a fan of crab. I am a fan yeah, of yeah. crab. Yeah, I'm. I'm a fan of um, the Maryland blue crabs. Yeah. And where you know you deconstruct them. Sure. You like to just hit it. You hit it with the hammer and you. I don't use the hammer. No, I can basically kind of just tear yeah. apart a crab in around like you know under a minute. It's just like a central. You're from Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, just yeah. Like, it's exactly. like a Philly, Baltimore, like central Atlanta yeah, region. Yeah, yeah. South Jersey. Right. I mean, if you if you stick a you know some crabs with some Old Bay. And a little thing of vinegar and hot sauce, mm-hmm. I, I'd be in heaven, and I could eat like you know thirteen of them. And Do you ever, like, in the middle of eating a crab, you're just like, this is a little disgusting? No, sort of. Like, I don't know why, because it is. I mean, it's just like I mean, absolutely weird. When you when you pull the little flap, I mean, you, you yeah. take off all the legs first, and then you flip it over, and then you take this little belly flap and you peel it open. Rip off the top shell, yeah. Dig through the lungs and the brain part, which is like this, you know, greenish goo, which yeah. is actually pretty goo and pretty good and flavorful. Um, and then you you split that in half, and that's where the real meat is. I mean, you're only getting maybe an ounce, yeah, of like you know crab meat yeah. and each crab. It's not that much, but you're putting in all this effort, and I and it's yet gross. for some reason I enjoy it. It's like ah. dissecting an octopus. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really gross. And it's not. I lived in Baltimore for on and off for about eight years, and that's you know like Philly or whatever. People eat crabs there all the time. Yeah. The local thing that Old Bay and having um, what's the beer, the cheap beer that everyone has, Natty Bo. Um, didn't like it. But like I like the beer, I like the the whole sort of spectacle, of like spreading newspaper over a thing. It's like yeah. a fun, it's great. Story. It's, like it's a, a fun great, thing. It's a, yeah. it's a lot of work for not much food, and the food just I never got I never got used to. It. I always thought it was fine. It was like something I, you know yeah. I eat, I'd like go to see people sort of enjoying their thing. Right, right. But I never in that you know eight years, so I never once was like, oh, it's crab time. I'm excited for this. It's just well, like, I don't think anybody actually says it's crab time. Well, it's crab in Baltimore, maybe maybe it's like a certain they say it's crab time. Slogan for yeah. Crabby Shack. Yeah, yeah, it's crab time. The owners of Krabby Shack, who I'm sh- who are probably fans of this podcast, I imagine, if they're looking for a slogan and they want to, I might have strike a license. I might have tried. Have you actually had like any like you know, restaurant proprietors? Oh, in the area? we've had yes. two interactions. One offered a correction in the comments on Kenja. One said that we mm. had a, a factual mistake in our first description of Mayfield. Mm. Yeah, and then someone from uh, a restaurant which we shouldn't name, so we don't want to reward their behavior, emailed right. us to sort of beg us to mention them on air in the next podcast. Sure. Yeah. Um, we so we've had two uh, direct we avoid that, but you you also become sort of a semi celebrity at Mayfield, if I'm not mistaken. I am now so uh, friendly with a waiter there who right. recognized me immediately after the first podcast. Right. I don't know how friends with a waiter there. Yeah, he came up to me yeah. and showed me a picture of a. In the first podcast, Hamilton insulted the size of their pepper shaker. He said it was huge. They have huge of, pepper grinders. In other words, you can't if you want pepper on your omelet, you can't just have a little thing of pepper on the table. I, I you have heard to bring this part of the enormous tower. <laughs> Uh, this so, is really like a greatest hits. <laughs> it, was, 
so he came just, up. He came up yeah. to me to correct the record and show me a picture of the pepper shaker to right. say that it's not that big. And I, I had explained that I was not Hamilton. Yeah. This was that was the other one. Did you find uh, it weird that he showed you a picture of the pepper shaker and not the actual pepper shaker little, when was, you were in the restaurant? It was a little bit suspicious. Now I think back on it, and I don't know why they maybe they hid the big one and brought the small wow. into the photo. I've never thought about that. Up, no. uh, but so so crabs. Back to crabs. How, how many? How often do you eat crabs outside of? Phillies. I mean, you had New well, York. Is this, are there California crabs? Is this something? Other California crabs. Yeah, I, is it not it? that I know. No, I haven't had any. I haven't had any uh, steamed crabs in California yet. But I'm trying to think of the last time I did have them. It was probably you know, about a about a year ago. At um, no, yeah, it was about a year ago. Um, my friend lives off of Peck Slip, and they had a crab night at this bar. Mm. Um, which was which was fantastic, you know. They just you get a dozen crabs for I think like you know twenty four dollars, mm-hmm. and they give you you know all the uh, accoutrement and the hammers and the tools and everything. A bib? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it, it was great. I mean it's just, it's always an enjoyable experience for me. I mean I could do it once a week in the summer. Right. You know? Crabs are a little bit like chicken wings in the sense that it's like yeah. a bad way to eat food. Right. Like a messy way, like a. Yeah, like a small, tiny amount of food that you have to put in a lot of work for. Well, I think yeah. I think a chicken wing is easy. You just mm. take a bite, you rip off the flesh, and throw the bone away. But, but a crab, if, you have to get in there. Imagine yeah. if it was just a chicken breast. There is, there is like, that like way to eat just... the wing too properly, where you get all meat, where you oh, kind of just that. like pull the second yeah, part yeah. bone open, and you just open it up, and you can just suck it right off. Right. right. But compared to a nugget, for example, yeah, all chicken, you can just eat it right up. I think like crabs yeah, no, like that's, that's true, but we have thing. crab nuggets too. But like, who wants to do that? We I mean, should we, we should also say at the Krabby Shack they have uh, sandwiches, crab sandwiches, uh-huh. crab uh, cakes. I think I had a crab sandwich when I went there. Crab tacos, even. What would you say if yeah. if you did love crabs? How would you rate Krabby Shack? <laughs> you know, I I wouldn't <laughs> want to disparage Krabby Shack on the air. Being that I'm not a huge fan, I would right, say if you're gonna run a crab restaurant, yeah. why not have a fish sandwich? Well, it's, you know? it's not a fish restaurant. Though. It's not. It's not outside the theme of the yeah. restaurant. There's a it's really constraining your audience. You well, know, at it's like, they don't have the hypotheticals on this I food like, show. You know, are pretty remarkable. Like, I mean, it's like what if, would be your favorite part of the Crab Shack if you love crab? <laughs> right. Is, well, a, I, is a great way of approaching it. But it's like if you yeah. ran Guero's, the taco place, yeah. and you're like, I'm only going to serve avocado tacos because right. I really like avocados. Well, then somebody be like, maybe serve other kinds of tacos. No, I don't think well, that's true. If it were called the avocado the, taco place and yeah. they only served avocados, I would say that but makes that's sense. That's crazy. Oh, the Crabby Shack is pretty popular. It seems to do well. Some nights it'll seem like there's People love crab. Right. Yeah. I love crabs. And I don't know of anywhere else crab. in this neighborhood that serves crabs. Yeah. So I feel like if you're craving crabs, it's the only place. If it's crab time, you can How about there. some crawfish? If it's yeah. crab time. Yeah. I only had crawfish once and I was very young. And it was a little bit like crab. It was it was in Louisiana. So it was like sort of like the cultural yeah. thing. And people were really excited like a big boil. And I was like glad to be around these enthusiastic people with their, this weird food they never mm-hmm. had before. But I didn't love it. You didn't love it. That was, you know. I like crawfish mm-hmm. better than crabs. I'll so they have, they have crawfish they have in Florida? In Florida, where you can from? go to the fish yeah. camp and they'll, same deal, like right. the newspaper on the So table. let me just yeah. start to kind of break down this podcast so far. You're kind of lukewarm about food in general, right? Like, I mean, not too many things you I am love. actually passionate about food. I think Taylor But you don't eat a lot passion. of different things. You eat, like, nuts and grains and, I have know, a, I have some favorite like, six dried pieces of apricot yeah. every once in a while and some Diet Mountain Dew. I think that's And then that you, 
are kind of ambivalent about everything, right? And then, and then you guys are talking Taylor about... Taylor will eat like a, you know, cornflakes. Do you eat cornflakes? Oh, I haven't eaten cornflakes in years, but I have no problem with cornflakes. What does that, just like if you eat anything on Franklin Avenue, that's... that's. No, I think, when you know, I don't want to trace over some of the things we've done so many times yeah. to go back. But, you know, I, I'm enthusiastic about many items uh, on right. Franklin Avenue. Right. Like it's fried chicken taco at Gros is delicious. Right. Uh, the brisket taco there is very good. Agueros. Agueros, yeah. There's why a... didn't I get any of those? Well, because Hamilton ordered. Oh. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. I, I would have selected other things. I'm a vegetarian. I, I mean, I, I ordered I you the Al Pastor out of sort of yeah, yeah, duty yeah. to food journalism. I get it. Speaking of messes right now, we're well, taking a big bite, but this this will sort of transition to our next topic, which is we both work for you mm-hmm. at the old Gawker offices yeah. uh, in Soho. And one of the nice things of working from Gawker is on, t- on occasion you can work from home. Really, There was no system out who when you came in the office as long as you're there to look mm-hmm. busy often and often yes. fine but you confessed us before this podcast started that when we weren't there that you would do things to our desk absolutely food. yeah mm-hmm. could you describe some of the things you did yeah the worst. um well i mean i knew hamilton was a vegetarian so anytime i would eat a cheesesteak mm-hmm. say I would make sure to, if he was not at his desk, I would eat it over his desk and drop little pieces of meat all over. Which seemed like it was almost every day. You mm, ate a cheesesteak. You know, I ate a, <laughs> very I did not, I used to order like kind of buffet style, family style <laughs> meals of garbage where I would like take up the whole entire top part of, you know, our, our workstation yeah. where it would be jalapeno poppers, two orders of mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Multiple cheesesteaks, usually a milkshake, right? Yeah. You know, from maybe another location. Yeah. I would double down on it, and then, uh, um, and they would be there throughout the day, just right. for everyone to enjoy yeah. at some point. Anybody could sample them at any you know, point. Yeah. But I knew that you know you were vegetarian, and I, I wasn't too happy about that because I mean I used to love to enjoy eating my cheesesteaks, yeah. and I would I would eat it over your desk. And make sure to drop some meat or some cheese, and just like make yeah. the whole because it smells too. And I wanted you to smell the meat at some right. point. Yeah. Um, and then I would take whatever nuts you had or <laughs> other, you know, healthy food items. Yeah. And I would make sure to dump them everywhere. Yeah. On my keyboard. So you would have, yeah, yeah. And I was actually made fun of pretty yeah. viciously by some of my coworkers for having a dirty keyboard. But well, I, your this keyboard is, is, this is maybe an origin I have, story. I have a photo on my phone of your keyboard somewhere. Yeah. If you email me at We don't TC, have to get that deep into it, but I just, email this me is at, good background for right. when you think about that yeah. also. If you email me at tcburman at gmail.com, I will respond <laughs> with a picture of uh, Hamilton's keyboard from about two years ago. It was covered with filth and grit and nothing yeah. really yeah. disgusting, no, which now is maybe from... Because mine absolutely looked like that all the time. Right. Even my monitor right, yeah. had like handprints on it, <laughs> grease prints on it for some reason. But also, I mean, you had you were absent one day, and this was kind of just like when you were news editor there, and I had come in. Yeah, you you, were, you no longer worked there. When no, we, when I didn't. Yeah. I was in, you were around right. my boss, and yeah. I would stay at home. Right. Yeah. And I did, yeah. So this You're is trespassing. To, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> right. This is just straight up vandalism. Right. At this point, yeah. And I came in and, and I, you know, I was, I was asking for you right. and I heard you were not there. And, uh, I believe, you know, uh, your lovely girlfriend, I mean, was eating like, you know, she used to eat like I ate. She was the only one. She, yeah. <laughs> she was a big cheesecake fan. Cheesecake. Yeah. Mozzarella sticks and sure. cheese things. I mean, we were, that was our thing. Right. Um, I could always, I could always count on Katie to eat to like eight or nine mozzarella sticks with me. Right. But, um, you know, so we were ordering cheesesteaks that day, like good old times, and sure. I ate over your desk. And then I forget exactly what I, I dumped 
like a bunch of stuff, like something that it really was like aggressively and, and kind of violent looking, like what I did to keyboard. And I just felt really guilty about it, sure. like in the middle of it. Like and I started to kind of try to clean it up. Wow. And I think I let you know that I did it. And I was just like, I felt guilty about it. But it was it was a lot worse. We'll say that. I, I don't think you – I don't remember you ever telling me. It's probably you did or you mentioned it aside. I don't, I don't remember hearing like Katie told me about it like years after the fact. <laughs> right. And it, she described it as you had taken my mouse and put it inside, made like a cheese yes. – put it into like a, a, a computer mouse that cheesecake right. cheesecake sandwich. That's and there was something with the meat yeah. on top of the keyboard That too. was right. Yeah, it's not like was, an entire was, cheesecake, cheesecake uh, production. Yeah, it wasn't accidental. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> it was – I mean uh, it was, I was doing a lot of strange and day. mean things to all – everything that was on your desk. And you yeah. had a crisis of conscience during. I this did because process. I was just like, you know, this is yeah. this is kind of not a cool thing to do. Because I mean, I would do that a lot when I was working there. I mean, it kind of just like it's like, oh yeah, hey, here's your crazy boss doing funny boss things, <laughs> and like I mean, it was like Michael Scott at Gawker yeah, basically. Sure. But I, you know, now like when I wasn't working there, I was like, you know, this is just why no normal person comes in and just trashes someone's <laughs> yeah. desk and takes their mouse and dunks it in cheese. That's, or, the, that's the tools of the trade. That's that's what it takes. A, is, yeah. Like a chef's knife <laughs> or like your, your mouse. Oh, you know yeah, saying? but yeah, I'll tell you what, I came to work the next day and used that computer and that mouse right. and I had no idea. I, yeah. and, you know, maybe it spoke to sort of the natural like meat smell on my desk or whatever it was, but yeah. I had no idea that there had been a sandwich all over my right. essential But I mean, I loved, I loved kind of like, you know, pranks like that that weren't like, you know, just kind of borderline prankish and sure, then kind of yeah. beard into kind of just like, you know, real kind of like assaults in some ways. Yeah, but, sure. um, I think it was good to work in a crisis environment constantly. Mm -hmm. Something was, you know, you were never sure what was going to happen. At any sure. Yeah. Yeah. Could be, you know, you know, yeah. Anything, anything, anything could happen at work. It was good. Yeah. I guess it was, you know, if your desk could be covered with, you know, uh, meat randomly, then yeah. what else could happen? You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. You better put everything you have into this last blog post. Yeah, but I mean, I was like, I used to treat my workstation area, I mean, like it was just my personal bathroom. <laughs> like, I mean, I was just not, like, I didn't handle it well. I mean, I like, you know, stacks of books and magazines and mail and, and food and I had Vaseline smeared all over my monitor because why was, was that? Did it Here's hurt why. Criminals? Yeah, well, because if you remember, we ran the story about the Fox Mole at some yeah. point. Mm -hmm. He had gotten sued, and then Fox had threatened to come in and take all of our <laughs> stuff. So I smeared Vaseline all over my desktop. Sure. Yeah. Because I'm that guy, right. and uh, it's a classic you know, legal strategy, right? Yeah, you know, that, yeah, in journalism school. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you know, keep I, keep Rupert Murdoch's dirty hands did, on. Did it. anyone ever try to take a computer? No, they okay. never did. So I just had Vaseline yeah, alone. How, how, how long did it stay on there for? It was there up until I left. <laughs> you know, so we did that Fox Mole story pretty early on. So I would right. say like good six, seven months. Yeah. How did you order so much food at lunch? Did you pay for that food? I did, yeah. I did. <laughs> so a good portion of your earnings from yeah. over the years really went into I would always, purchasing I would always, takeout food. Yeah, well, I would always like to, I would, you know, I, I always approached everything like family style. Yeah. That was, that's kind of just like, you know, how I lived my life. I mean, it was basically just like I would, if I was going to buy something, if I noticed that someone else was kind of just like having a bad day or something, I'd buy them maybe two cheesesteaks as well. That's great. And, like Jesus, um, almost. Um, yeah, but I mean, also just like you know, if I order 
pizza, I would order pizza for the staff. If I ordered cupcakes, I would order cupcakes for the staff. Right. Um, that just felt like right to me. I, if you, you may remember any time I would go away on vacation, I would come back bearing gifts for yeah. people. You know, that would be my thing to do. I mean, I for one would like to see all editors behave like that still to uh, this day. Yeah, you know? I mean, so, I think it's I think it's your responsibility. It's real leadership, I think, to, yeah. you know, buy eight people lunch yeah. or something, yeah. you know? Right, but, right, right, yeah. No, but I mean, that was, that was, I think that's, I think that's the, the part of being an editor that, that really makes, uh, you, you have to kind of just be responsible for the people that work for you. Sure. And you have to kind of just like figure out essentially just like, you know, what they're good at and what they want to be mm -hmm. like after they leave and just like build something that allows them to kind of focus on the good stuff that they enjoy doing. Yeah. I think that's the main role of what an editor does. It's basically just like you protect like your writers mm -hmm. from all the bullshit that happens kind of just like above you. Right. Yeah. That's it. Would you say that's more important than buying them lunch or less important? Well, I mean, I, it's, I think it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. I think it's just that like you have thing. to, you have to kind of just like let people know that work for you that it's basically you're paying attention to them right. yeah. in, a, in a way and you're, you're trying to be, I wasn't trying to be endearing. I was actually just like, you know, trying to kind of just like let people know that, okay, I'm, I'm actually there. It may not seem like I'm there a lot right. of the times because yeah. a lot of times it wasn't, you know, I would not work on a normal nine to five schedule for sure. Right. But I would, I would, I definitely cared about every single person that was working for that site, mm -hmm. especially just like in terms of what they, yeah. I wanted them to be happy and I wanted them to enjoy the job because really? I mean, I think it was a great place to work. When you became editor, you, I remember you sort of like took everybody out to like, I guess, you know, have individual consultations with every writer about mm -hmm. your vision for their career, uh, you know, under your leadership. And, uh, when we went out, the, the, what you said to me was, you said, can you stop blogging? <laughs> and that was, that was basically it. And so that was, but that was uh, inspirational to me. And I think it, it was, yeah. ended up being a great did, year. Did you but stop blogging? I didn't quite stop blogging, but I try, I did, you know, I went, you, then you sent me on a junket to Las Vegas. Right. Well, I so mean, it was, that all, it also stemmed from the fact that yeah. when you were writing, cause you started writing boxing stuff for Deadspin. Yeah. And I had never really seen you write that way on Gawker. Like, and I understood why you wrote the way you wrote on Gawker. Cause I mean, you were 2007. I wrote garbage on, right. It was well, garbage you were, you were doing what the yeah. job kind of demanded and yeah. like, you know, what the job description was. I mean, you didn't really kind of stray too far from that for several years. And I, and he never felt like that he could actually just, you know, write, right. But then he would write this wonderful boxing pieces for Deadspin. Right, yeah. And I wanted to see more of that on Gawker. So, I mean, that was, that was really just like what I kind of offered up. I was just like, just like yeah. go, if I can get you out of here and you can do whatever you want, what would you like to do? It was very encouraging from a journalism perspective, but on the other hand, since I was vegetarian, I didn't eat cheesesteaks. Yeah. I got did you Less feel, did you free feel, lunches. Did you feel left out than of the other process? people in yeah. staff? So right, right, right. Yeah, that didn't help you at all because I was not yeah. going to give you any special treatment on that. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. You weren't was, ordering a lot of, you know, uh, tofu or eggplant parmesan, though. I mean, I'd compromised, so eggplant parm. Yeah. Maybe. No, yeah, great. No, I understood. But I mean, I didn't like I didn't like his lifestyle. That's true. It was almost offensive to me the way he lived. Yeah. And I let him know that. So, right. I mean, yeah. yeah, that was a, a good formula. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you like grape nuts. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the perfect cereal. 
I really why? do. I I agree with you actually. Mm-hmm. But why do you th- why do you think that? And then I'll say why. It, it was interesting because I mean, like you know, I grew I grew up in kind of a a household that always had the fun cereal and then the regular right. cereal. Sure. Yeah. And the fun cereal, you know, would be like your your Captain Crunches, your Fruit Loops, etc. Mm-hmm. And this like and this stuff my mom used to buy for me, assuming that I would I would love it. Right. And I did. But then there were times also where, you know, grape nuts would be available. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it was just like, you know, the the hardiness of that meal. And I loved the yeah. way it kind of caked on the bottom. Right, hearty. And where, like, it never floated. Right. And exactly. you would dump the milk and there would be a yeah. hill. Mm-hmm. And it would kind of be like oatmeal a mm-hmm. little bit because I loved yeah. oatmeal. Right. And then, you know, if you can – I loved it, like – as is too mm-hmm, right. but i mean there's also just like some things you can add in fruit and grape but Honey. at the same time it's just you know like you know yeah. grape nuts on its own it's a great midnight it's a, like a great snack mm-hmm, at yeah. night like like i was a big a, night cereal eater i'd like too. to hear a scientific explanation of how grape nuts is so much denser than every other cereal. well i was going to say it makes for a good meal on its own so, you know if you have one bowl of normal cereal i have to have like two or three to have like yeah. a full meal but one bowl if you throw at the top of grape nuts oh, yeah. that's like a heavy it meal. Like that, you yeah. get all that like it's a full, pound right. a yeah. bowl full of grape nuts is mm-hmm. like 1.5 pounds of yeah it's, it's approximately somewhere in that range yeah. i don't know if you weighed it but i would guess yeah. have you ever that. also you can put grape nuts in the microwave and you have i've heard about that grape yeah. nuts yeah. it's a good way to mix it up it's not as crunchy right. which is a drawback you heat them up in milk yeah, you put the milk and then you put it in the microwave. It's even more like oatmeal than mm. cold grape nuts, yeah. but it's less crunchy. So it's. I recently had grape nuts and ice cream. Oh yeah, that's it's great. It's that's great. A treat. It's delicious. Yeah. It just yeah, adds like treat. enough like little yeah. texture and flavor yeah. to what. And grape nuts and, and honey, like oh, if yeah. you dump a shit ton of honey, yeah, all over the grape nuts. You and can milk, also mix them with yogurt and then put some. Honey. Again, great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's just like I mean. Grape nuts as kind of just a your granola substitute at any time yeah. is wonderful. Lots of people hate on grape nuts, which I don't really understand because it's naturally sort of sweet, it's good, all the other things you talked about, relatively healthy mm-hmm. for cereals. Yeah. When I go to the local grocery store near here, the one, I don't know right. what it's called, they're almost always out of grape nuts, which to me is a sign that it's lots sign. of people are quiet yeah. fans of grape nuts. You just right. don't, aren't as open People think fans. it's not exciting. It's not, it's sort of too adult of a mm-hmm. cereal, but... but I also cool. love that want. it comes always in, like it doesn't kind of just like try to grab you with its box size mm-hmm. right it tells you exactly look this is the amount of grape right. nuts we're gonna give you right yeah it's a we're smaller box for, it is it is a smaller the box. box is smaller than yeah, i don't even have a box so let's see if we can compare and contrast but if you were to if you were to do it by weight a, a small box yeah. of grape nuts no it's like it's like more. dop kit no. size compared to like a briefcase of yeah. a regular size I think, yeah i think yeah. it weighs more than an average yeah. thing chews or something it is so yeah, that's true. yeah like, i bet if you were a hiker or something like that and you want to take cereal on the trail yeah. you're going to take grape nuts because it's more compact you know yeah yeah so a big zip, ziploc bag of grape uh-huh. nuts on the road with you you can't take flakes unless you're going to crush them up right it's not. It's not practical. Yeah, I think these are the best cereal. That and Kashi, which we've discussed at length before. Yeah, you know, I have mixed feelings about Kashi, but you know, they're a little. They're a little too like you know. I'm health food. You know sure, what I'm saying? A, that's our entire brand. It's yeah. not like great message to try too hard. They're sort of natural. It is what it it's is. It's like I feel like you might put a box of Kashi on your refrigerator and sort of redeem your lifestyle. Your while, yeah, in a sense, yeah that's true. That's true. You know? But did I? Did I? Like, you know, I we mentioned just like you know off there, and I don't you know want to. I don't know how you guys feel about com- talking about other podcasts. Oh, sure. ones that, but I was on a, a cereal podcast. Oh, right. Right. And um, not you know it's like breakfast cereal podcast. And I was discussing my love of grape nuts. Mm-hmm. And when that show ran, 
the person that was kind of doing publicity for Grape Nuts really? reached out for me and said, I, I want to send you a gift box. Thank you for that. Wow. And they sent me just a bunch of Grape Nuts swag. And, oh, wow. Like t-shirts and stuff? Yes. Whoa. Incredible. And I asked for this specifically because at the time I was wearing a lot of visors. Mm-hmm. They sent me a Grape Nuts visor. Wow. Do you still have it? That's incredible. I don't. I threw I threw all my visors away when I got sober. Okay. I wonder <laughs> what that publicity person is going to think when they hear an even more yeah. popular and high profile. Podcast. You should send it to her. I you should absolutely with, send it to her. Like and well, I would assume that she listens already. I mean, it's <laughs> a food podcast. Well, you mentioned grape nuts in you know, in like the, you know the little tag for it. That you we do should tag this. them on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. No, you absolutely should. Um, because I mean, she she was wonderful, and then you know she gave me all of these these modern. Grape nuts, kind of just like wow. snack pack mm-hmm. type of things, which were wonderful as well. Yeah. They had like grape nuts with like dried cranberries in it, et cetera, et cetera. So it was I've never really seen good. that. As we said many times, we don't have sponsors on this show yet, mm. even though there's been a good deal of interest. But we would, you know, if the right brand wanted to offer us the right package, sure. yeah. we would definitely have that discussion. Yeah, I don't so. see any reason why you wouldn't. Want to just like you know plug grape nuts before every single I mean especially if it's just like yeah. you, you stick to this format we do it already basically every day I tell somebody 100%. grape nuts is good already and then I you kind of give often. away yeah. like you know a grape nuts visor for right. like you know being the the tenth caller do you guys have callers here right we've, we don't have callers we've offered prizes before if you're like a fifth emailer sometimes we yeah we've asked for emails right. we've gotten a few yeah. we, we get emails from fans I think we literally did say the fifth emailer will get a prize we got four emails right. there's no fifth email uh, so we, we still have the prize the prize is still on the table what have, is the prize I, I, I don't think I, we should determine I, what the no, prize I think it might have been free tacos or something I don't know oh, if they yeah. should name the prize right. we, we might have just said a it prize was, it was so. a big do you guys have swag do you have t-shirts or anything like that like at this point no but you know with the right yeah. level of interest is there you know we can we can i would even discuss doing i bet that. we could even buy our own shirts and sell them i believe do imagine if we it. stood on franklin avenue mm-hmm. and sold food on franklin shirts it'd be gone in five minutes i think yeah. i would guess we post up at one of the bars by crown n you know 11 p.m on a friday uh, sell, yeah. you know sell 50 and i mean minutes. you talk to any other kind of uh like food blogs or anything along, I, yeah you haven't right because I, I i've noticed that you, know, you push the food on Franklin podcast on on Deadspin. Deadspin, sure. Which I don't yeah. think he's maybe it's your audience, but I mean, I also yeah. think that you know that both uh, Drew McGarry and Albert um, Bernico, yeah, yeah, I mean, they've taken over the food spin part of things. Sure. You know, really, food on Franklin traditionally has appeared anywhere that we felt like we could post it without yeah. the editor noticing that it was actually <laughs> right. on the site. I, I did, uh, briefly last year, I spoke to someone at Eater about a potential job with a phone, and they yeah. asked me what my experience with writing with food was about, and I mentioned a few things I'd written for Gawker. There were sort of these yeah. things that, you know, about food. And I mentioned food in Franklin, and he told me, I can't take that in with me to a meeting. It's my boss's. So, Eater's You're probably too hot. Out. He can't take it in. He said it wasn't, for whatever reason, it was either too good or something. He said he couldn't, he couldn't show them food. We're not really, we're not, there's the food establishment. Yeah. And then, you know, there's us with as more of a passion project. That's great. For yeah. Food. So, um, um, well, what did you do food post? I mean, you used to do those ranking things. You were talking, ranking, this is, this yeah. is where you, you really, you know, got my dander up is when you were talking about mayo on pink meat. Oh, there was a thing I wrote about black pepper, uh, oh, yeah. which uh, it's it's sort of a complex argument. But the gist of it is that I don't I'm not a huge fan of black pepper, but I'm not necessarily anti it. 
but for a while, I noticed a pattern where I'd go to, you know, bodegas or sandwich places, they would often just put on salt and pepper without asking. And my point with the mayonnaise was that mayonnaise is easier to remove from a sandwich than black pepper, which sticks to everything. You can't get it off. And you took offense to that particular part of that story, mm. if I remember correctly. Well, because you don't put mayonnaise on pink meat. I mean, that's pretty what much do, What do you put mayonnaise on? Turkey. What's pink meat? Turkey. Like tur ham, bologna. Like, you know, any, any, I don't yeah. think I've ever heard that argument, to be honest. Is that thing? Is this an Italian? I don't know if it's an Italian thing, but I mean, it's just, I, I think that anybody that puts mayonnaise on pink meats, pink lunch meats. But if you think about the classic a, ham and cheese American sandwich, it's mustard. No. It's, it is mustard. I, I mean, what about it's, on a cheesesteak? What, what, so you would be fine with mayo on a cheesesteak or on a roast beef sandwich? That's that's so pink meats. Those are pink meats. They're pink meats before they're cooked. Yeah. <laughs> they're okay, I get the gist. I get the gist. Yeah. Um, I so. but I mean I put I put mayonnaise on a cheesesteak before with lots of hot peppers. If I'm doing a cheesesteak hoagie, sure. Um, I will sometimes put mayonnaise on, but not. I thought you were one of those people who just completely against any like mm -hmm. mayo or anything. No, no, no. I, I there are all those people who tuna fish, are, turkey. Yeah. Some things like need club mayo. sandwiches with mayo, mm -hmm. I will get extra mayo with club right. sandwiches. But mm. also, I'm a Miracle Whip person, too. Oh, that's so, disgusting. That is not. Miracle Whip is bad, objectively it, bad. It is not. It's like a northern yeah. thing. I think, like, you know, uh, it's something that people have I've noticed in the South. I don't, South, I don't, I don't, I don't do see. That. I don't see. I know. It's mayonnaise with Zang. It's sort of what's, like. What's a, so bad about that? It's like the same as like eating margarine instead of butter. You know, no, it's not. That's true. It, it is not at all. Or eating Cool Whip instead of uh, whipped cream. Basically, same idea. Miracle Whip. It's like if you if you want to eat a food that's kind of like a food but more artificial. That's what Miracle Whip is, sort of. I I, th I think the the show has potential until Hamilton speaks. You know, <laughs> and it's like, I, I've heard the same he, thing. Yeah. Traditionally, I mean, been it's the just, drawback you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's once, a, yeah. once we start to get some momentum going somewhere, he comes in and tells us <laughs> why we shouldn't have that. Yeah, you know, it's just it's, like well, temporary enthusiasm opinions. because he wants to say something that's like, you know, objectively wrong. There's yeah, a lot yeah, of strong I, opinions yeah. just with two people in the room. And then with three people in the room, it's. it's I have a, received offers for me to go solo <laughs> yeah. and just talk at food by myself. Right. And right. I've, I've ignored uh, them out of loyalty, but, you know, they're yeah. out there. You know, people, uh, people are hungry for that, for well, my insights by myself. <laughs> How good was the offer? It was pretty good. It was another microphone, so it'd be, you know, I, wow. I could be in like stereo. Wow. Shocking. Mm -hmm. so. uh, here, what I would like for you to call Max Reed. Uh, Do you want to call Max Reed? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so the story with Max is that Max was uh, our, we actually did have one sponsor before once, you, and, it was, and it was Max. Do you, that's do you right. have his number? Uh, he was our first ever quasi guest. Mm-hmm. Didn't end up paying us. He didn't pay us the full amount that he owed us. Right. So we invited or him on as a guest. Well, he, he was going to be a sponsor of the show. It's a long story, but he, he was going to personally sponsor well, the show. Well, his brand that he works for. Right. Which was going to got a, got a shout out on Food on Franklin. We received twenty of the thirty dollars that we were owed, which is that ten is all Hamilton's. So right. Really, so he Max owed, he owes still you $10. owes me ten dollars sure. to this day, according to Taylor, at least. But. <laughs> Uh, we did once call Max Reed on the air and hang up on him, which uh, was pretty devastating to Max because mm, he's yeah. a big Food on Franklin fan. His career, I think, one of his really recovered. Yeah, I, know, I keep looking for his name, but I have it under Tracks Reed. Yeah, um, right. His, so his, me, me and Taylor 
can't call him at this point because he'll know that it's the setup. But if you call him, yeah. You can, when would you like me to call him now? I, mean, I think you can call him and you can just say, put it on speakerphone. Yeah, put it on yeah speakerphone. definitely. Yeah. And just say, AJ, uh, this is AJ. I'm here. You're on food on Franklin. And then shortly, shortly after that, just hang up on him because he's going to try to have a snappy comeback because he's been thinking about this for months. I don't know. If, I don't his. think so. I think why can't you just have him on as a guest? That's there's too much bad blood. <laughs> Between – really? Yeah, I don't know. This goes deep. I mean we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, okay. Uh, we'll try it out. I, you know, I hope he answers. I mean – Let's not let him start telling a story though because, you know. Worst case, you can snatch the phone away, Hamilton, and, and, and hang up here. All right. Can you hear it? Please leave your message for 609. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah. Wow. We can't reveal his number. Oh, I don't want to well, we tried to have Max wow. on again, and we failed. We'll, we'll try again sometime. Yeah, Max. I'd just like Max to know that any phone call he receives at any moment from anybody could be Food on Franklin calling him. And you know he's going to listen to this. You know, he's worried. Yeah. yeah. Once every two months when we record. I mean, that's the thing about the show, too. It's not necessarily weekly. It's not necessarily monthly, but it could be. Right. So he could expect a phone call at any time. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you guys do this once a week? Well, no. we, we did it. We did it two weeks in a row, and then there were a few minor hiccups with yeah. different, you know, funding and websites and things like that. Right. Then we, we, I'd say we did the first four and the first two months. Does this cost money to to run food over? Like, what's well, the overhead? Here? We bought a we bought a mic. Right. Yeah, it's a hundred uh, bucks. Hundred bucks a know, microphone. Yeah, that's great. We could definitely uh, we we, <laughs> <laughs> we spend money on uh, about five bucks a month for SoundCloud Pro. Whatever it's called, yeah. So that's like the official hosting okay. thing. So we have it online. So it's a commitment to quality. Um, but I'd say it's, it's you know sixty bucks a year, and then who did your logo? You had a logo. Oh, that was Jim, Jim Cook. Cook. Oh, great artist, Jim yeah. Cook. Yeah. Those... Luckily, he didn't charge us for it. He didn't charge you. Well, for he was it. technically well, that was, employed. He, yeah, that was part of his job right. at that point. It was um, not fun. It was. <laughs> it this was not part of it your was on job. Walker. It was on Walker. Yeah, it, it was. We were all employed for the same website. And, yeah. and Jim, we put in a special request in Jim's busy schedule to have him mock up our logo. Which Great artist. Good t-shirt. I'm not even sure what Jim thinks about food, to be honest. Well, we can ask Jim soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does Jim Cook eat? That's a good question for us to explain. Yeah, it's a terrible question. I think we can. Leave. I don't think. I think we have to just like actually focus this little podcast a little bit more. Well, I do. Wait, it's pretty focused, focused I think, already. It's yeah. It's it's a. Uh, I mean, we the, focus it anymore. We're not going to have. Anything I'm saying just about. like let's do some more planning about kind of conversational topics that mm-hmm. maybe like you know other people would be interested. Well, here's one. About, I, we know? we actually have one more topic that I want to talk about. Okay, great. I have I have thoughts about this, and okay. I think a lot of people probably do. Sure. There's a this is a food on Franklin topic too because there is a. You a, should have a little. There's a. That's when you should bang the thing. It's only at the beginning and the end. There's a, there's a food a, on Franklin special food topic. Food on Franklin, actual food on Franklin topic. Okay. Yeah. The topic is there is a See, I, I think I would love to have a sound effect right yeah. now. Well, well, like, we'll, we'll, we'll try it. Something. We'll try it. Not too loud, but we got to keep it. The listeners complain. All right. Food and Franklin special topic. That's the first yeah. time we've done that. We'll see how it goes. So the, this is an actual a cla- food on Franklin classic topic mm-hmm. in the sense that it's about food on Franklin. And that's because there is a place on Franklin Avenue just okay. below Eastern Parkway. And I forget the name of it, but it's a bar and it's a bakery also. So it serves desserts and it's a bar. And so my understanding is people go in there, sit at the bar, order drinks, and then also order some cake or some pie. To me, it's a bad idea because I walk, if I walk by, which I do every once in a while, and I say in my mind, I say, I'd like a piece of pie. 
But do I want to go sit at a bar to get a piece of pie? I just want the pie, you know? I you know, I agree with you. I think things like that should be separate. I do think there's a market for like that. I know people who love desserts and love like sweet cocktails and want to go there and have it mm. combined. Personally, it's called butter and scotch, I think, hey, according, yeah. according to Google. Anyway. And that's on Franklin? It's yeah, on Franklin. it's on Franklin. You should say that. It's on Franklin. Okay, well, it's, it's, I mean, it's yeah. just like you, you act like this is already implied, but I mean, you guys well, go, well, yeah, one, food on you've, talk, you've spoken, 90% of the food that we've talked about has not been on Franklin today. Well, this so, is I a, mean, we've I think used up like much <laughs> butter and scotch, which right. is on Franklin, It's on Franklin. which you haven't gone well, into. Well, that's why we clicked the glass. <laughs> yes. I did that for you. <laughs> Got it. That makes sense now. Well, traditionally, food in Franklin refers to the stretch on Franklin Avenue right. between Eastern Parkway and the South. This is a little below. As the strip. This is a little outside of this. Classic in a, Franklin area. And the story behind the it is strip. that we were walking up Franklin Avenue yeah. with uh, the, you know Katie Weaver, former Gawker, our, yeah. our, our colleague, um, and she, we handled our point different restaurants saying this place is good, right. this place is bad, I really like this place, right. and Katie said this is the most boring conversation I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it was a great. I agree. And I wrote much like this podcast. Except I, I asked her today how she would describe it. How she described the actual experience of hearing the first ever one, she said, boring and longer than expected. Yeah. I gave her plenty of other options of ways to describe it, suggestions, and she said, no, do not quote that. Okay. So, that's I'm the story. boring and longer right. than expected. Like, like the whole strip itself? or Well, the conversation we had that walk. night. Right. But I'm looking now, and this podcast is now 45 minutes this episode, mm. and... I wonder what percentage of our listeners listen to the whole episode. Uh, I think if anyone could tell us what we've talked about in the last minute and emails us, you will get a prize from Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. You have to email Taylor, though. Sure. tcberman at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll, I think, we'll I, give you a prize. We'll actually, a prize related to Grape Nuts that AJ may or may not have in his possession. Maybe a signed box of Grape Nuts I don't from have AJ. any of that stuff in my possession It could anymore. be an, I told you that. I'm saying this that you should reach out. Imagine, though, an autograph, this is a such box a of Grape Nuts autographed by AJ Podcast. I mean, I'm That's just saying, a, like, you should, Grape Nuts could be end a great up sponsor. Right, man, Jesus Christ. I, mean, I think I, this, I don't, this is I don't a, get this at all. This is a good this point so to wrap up. This is so frustrating to be on this <laughs> podcast. This has been, I think our first guest episode went really well. I do too. <laughs> I think you should have more. Like, but I, I, I just think this podcast just needs a lot of work because, I mean, we didn't talk about anything. I learned nothing yeah. about food on Franklin. Right. Except that you don't like the cake place or craps. Yeah. Well, you didn't learn a tip about how Hampton orders his omelets at... Mayfield. This is much, the, this is first episode. <laughs> this is a lot like our relationship at Gawker all over again, where it is, we have this editor who comes yeah. in and it's yeah. like you guys are sort of incompetent <laughs> right. at your job, and right. you know you yeah. need to really be better at what uh, you do. I can tell you, I can tell there's caring here. I can tell that you know you guys want this to work in some yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. but I just don't see like you know you're putting in exactly just what's required for everyone else to care. Yeah. That's that's what that's what I think. This I think lack what is. people that's care about is one, one, our one passion that yeah. comes through. You know? I think that's true. I mean, we've had emails from fans in Canada. I've looked at the, I've seen <laughs> the, the been, list uh, of listeners featured and on DNA people info in the Middle a, East. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we get two reps in DNA info. DNA info multiple yeah. times. So, right. I think it's a natural uh, place know, to end it. It's a slow build. I get right. it. And yeah. I mean, I think it's just like you need that organic growth. But I mean, I right. think. I, eventually, I mean, this is your ninth episode at this point. It's hard yeah. to say exactly. Eight yeah, or nine, yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think maybe we'll start there. And then, like, you know, more guests. I think I think guests are good. We, we have should. high standards. I mean, I think you you should feel honored as much as we're honored. I, I, we of course I do. Like, I, 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 first, I feel uh, a little bit honored. 
You could put but this on I, your resume. You know, I, I really think that you know this is this is going to kind of just you know reach thirty people. Say thirty. Like I mean, this is a good round number to right. shoot for. Maybe I, I think maybe just a little bit more structure and focus would yeah. help this a lot. Right. Well, well, like I mean, we got the 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 ding 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 thing for like you know the sure. actual that was good food on Friday. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a nice way to wrap up the show. Yeah. Right. I, I right. think it's I think it's good. We can wrap it up with that. I think it's also going to look forward to the next episode. Do we take your notes? Will there be more structure? Yeah. Right. Like, like, like an, an, another like, guest. Will it be I mean, better? Will it I don't be worse? I don't understand why you like. I mean, I think Max would be a great guest. I don't understand why you want to. Have him as a like to prank him and tease him as a guest, and then not let him on. Well, I think that's a lot of backstory there and a lot of history. You know, we talked a lot about having a celebrity guest, making, helping this podcast along. I think the, the more Brooklyn guests Mets, and more people maybe? who are enthusiastic about actually just like you know what your whole concept is 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 not a bad thing. We've dropped some hints to the Brooklyn Nets uh, live on the podcast multiple right. times. I think yeah. that I've, I've asked very celebrities. We would be receptive to having them as a guest. Yeah. And I haven't heard from them yet, but if you know if you're a celebrity in Brooklyn. Or even visiting Brooklyn, right. just contact us and we. we Who can else discuss. lives in the area that you guys know that or has lived in the area? Well, famous people. Well, like people maybe that you know. Excuse me, I didn't. I think bounce. boot camp click was from uh, around here. You know, like we could get some '90s hip hop. That's yes. your area, especially. Yeah. I don't know why you haven't reached out to some of these '90s rappers that you, that you know think about. about. Yeah. We could have, you know, there's a lot of Brooklyn MCs who right. could be on this podcast. Okay. Well, so. even that's that's going to require some work to think about. So. Yeah. Well, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll take all your advice in consideration, and the next yeah. episode, yeah. take it under advisement. And, yeah. You know, the next episode, we'll, we can listen to it, and you can maybe come back as a guest episode after that to tell us on how we change mm-hmm. right, and around. So that that wraps up episode nine. Big things to come. Eight. A food in Franklin. Thanks no, to no, our, no, no, no. Thanks no. to our special you guest. You can't, you can't land this. Is on how this we end it. This is how this, we this end is it. The end. Thanks to AJ Delario, our first official guest. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It was great.